Billy got picked on at school for things he couldn't change. He tried his best to play it cool, but in the seventh grade, you either fit right in or you don't fit. That's just the cold hard truth. I wish that I'd have been the friend that Billy never knew. I think it's time to come together, you and I can make a change. Maybe we. Top of the second hour of today's Road Warrior Radio broadcast this Monday, February 26, 2024, Monday with Mitzi. I wish we could back that up and do the Johnny Cash intro, but you know what? We'll save that for later. And um, so, top of the second hour, and welcome back, Mitzi, for another Monday with Mitzi. How the hell are you? Thank you, Christopher. I'd be great. I see sunshine, so I'm fabulous. And how the hell are you? I'm fabulous as well. Fabulous is a good word. Yeah, I heard that earlier, and I, I had to, I had the hooky bob on it. Yeah. Wonder who knows what hooky bob means. Yeah, or whippersnappers. I think. <laughs> or whippersnappers. We probably will have to get into whippersnappers at some point, and, um. To Wanda. To Wanda. You know, and thinking of that, thinking of your back in history segment, um, you know, I wonder if that telegram was where Don't Shoot the Messenger comes from. Interesting. The Zimmerman telegram. The Zimmerman telegram. I wonder if that's where Don't Shoot the Messenger came from. Hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Interesting observation. Um, yeah, I'm not sure, but, um, now I'm curious. So we, uh, we should probably go to the phones real quick. Cool. All right. Let's do that. Uh, to the phones, Rhonda in Missouri. Thanks for calling. Welcome. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Mitzi. Good morning, Rhonda. Hi, Rhonda. Uh, Hi. Um, I, I think, um, part of what I was trying to say last Friday got a little, like, lost in, in there, but, um, okay, so, the point I, one of the points I was trying to make is that, you know, with that, um, Dr. David Martin video, I mean, I don't, did you watch it? Um... I I haven't watched the link that you sent, which doesn't mean that I haven't seen it. So I'm not sure if I've seen it, but I didn't watch that yet. Okay. Um, uh, the point I was trying to make was that, you know, he, and, and unfortunately this is usually the case, isn't it, where it's like a little bit too late. So I may, you know, I was questioning whether or not, you know, with his neck, uh, whatever takes hold, because they're always trying to throw something at us, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Monkey pox or whatever, fill in the blank. So, um, my point with um, that was, so the creator 
of that man-made so-called virus, whatever it is, COVID, um, gave us a remedy, which Dr. Zelenko found. Then he marketed it. And then uh, wasn't one of it like ivermectin and the price skyrocketed and you had to have a prescription, all that garbage. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I think I think uh, the next time they throw something at us and it takes hold, you know, like Black Plague or something, whatever it's going to be, um, this guy was saying that they usually give you the virus and then they give you the, the code to break the virus. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. next time we need to figure out who created it when it, if it ever takes hold, and go and find out what the protocols are to fix it. And then you could be a Dr. Zelenko and make a bunch of money. No, I'm kidding. But, but you can, uh, you know, do what he did, which was go to their website and find out what the remedy was, right? Yeah. Well... So there's a tie-in here, and the the zero-day stuff, and um, Michael Hayden, you know, his remark, this has the whiff of August 1945. I think you could say the same thing about this stuff, because, again, you go back to May of 2020, and Catherine Austin Fitz was one of the earliest, if not the earliest, that I'm aware of, who publicly said what some of us kind of we're thinking at the same time, which is I feel like Bill Gates is trying to create an antivirus software for people. And that would, you know, if it, if that goes wrong, that would constitute a zero day kind of a weapon in people. So. Isn't it amazing, Chris, how we're sitting here talking about what they're going to do next? I just, I can't even believe how, how it's changed. I mean, this is, okay, wait, it hasn't changed. It's just in our face. (laughs) They've always been trying to kill us, right, with pharmaceuticals, but now it's overt. (laughs) I feel like that's one of the clues. I feel like that's one of the clues, which is why, you know, uh, when we have these conversations, you know, uh, for for example, in this case, you know, Dr., Zelenko is no longer with us, but David Martin is, or, you know, I use examples like Andrew Breitbart. We play the hating Breitbart intro and Breitbart is gone, but, uh, Steve Bannon is still here or, you know, the list goes on and on. It's interesting to, to look at who goes and who stays. And there is a pattern, I think of, you know, speaking of, I mean, we were talking about stories and the storytellers rule society, they shape society in Bernaysian fashion. And we, you know, to borrow from Vance Packard's, Vance Packard's The Hidden Persuaders, um, these things influence people and to shape behavior and action. And um, so, you know, we have the freedom to respond. Still, I think, even though it's a very coercive force and it feels like smart power. I think I mentioned that on Friday where, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's it's very threatening. Uh, but, you know, there's not a gun barrel in your face. 
it's yeah everything you know, Orwellian is right now isn't it? I mean it's like unless you're not not paying attention you don't know what's going on so yeah well, maybe that's better well yeah you can at least live some kind of normal life and ignore it it's interesting though you know you know what I'm saying it's like you can like choose to sit down and read news or you can go about your daily life and do whatever you do and you can totally play both sides and go, okay, well, when I'm doing what I want to do, nothing's going on. When I plug yeah. into the news, everything's gone crazy. Yeah. So, you know, and then you go, well, who's telling the truth, who's not? And how come these people, you know, certain people aren't in jail and others are now? Have you ever heard of that exactly. guy, Mike Gill? Not the guy who was killed, but... Mike Gill, the horse racing guy. Have you ever heard of him? Mm, I'm not sure. Yeah, he's um, he's out there on the internet, and he actually had um, he was sitting in a in a room full of um, lawbreakers, and they were from New Hampshire. <laughs> I in a room of what? Oh, lawbreakers. I mean, they were they were like a. Oh crime syndicate you know they all had each other's back there was all this bribery going on you don't do what i say you're going to die or we're going to kill your children that kind of thing well he, he got he got uh threatened three times i mean three times they tried to kill him and then he i think he left the country but that's what but like you were saying uh kevin he had to go somewhere else or you know go into hiding or something, right? And then, like you guys were pointing out, Dr. David Martin, he's still out there. Now, a little bit too late for what, what he's presenting, but maybe not. You know, I mean, there's some really interesting points in what he was making, so you wonder, unless he's got something on him. I mean, this is like a spy novel. This is like a mystery novel. It's crazy, you know? This is the stuff, well, they do say truth is stranger than fiction, right? So, yeah, it's uh, very bizarre what's going on. Anyway, all right, Chris, thanks for taking my call. You bet. Thank you, Rhonda. Right, have a great day. Bye, Rhonda. Bye, Missy. Okay, bye. Well, I really understand what you guys are saying about sometimes ignorance is bliss because, you know, as you and I have have talked about before you know some of these things that come up you know you just you just want to pull your hair out and say i mean what can i do to make a difference why should i even know about this it's a it's a it's a tough fence walking so uh, you know that's i mean that's uh part of the deal you know back to adam curtis's wipe back in 2014 um you know the the little short that he did and um you know he concluded by saying it sums up the strange mood of our time where nothing really makes sense any coherent sense we live in a constant vaudeville of contradictory stories that make it impossible for any real opposition to emerge because they can't counter it with any coherent narrative of their own and it means that we as individuals become even more powerless, unable to challenge anything because we live in a state of confusion and uncertainty. 
To which the response is, oh dear, but that is what they want you to say. So, you know, I think of Ecclesiastes, the wisest man who ever lived, observed in Ecclesiastes 1, I set my mind to know wisdom and to know madness and folly. I realized that this also is striving after the wind. It's gone with the wind. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because, because in much uh, wisdom, there's much grief and increasing knowledge results in increasing pain. But then you skip forward to Ecclesiastes 3.22, and I've joked for a long time, this might be the meaning of life. I've seen that nothing is better than that man should be happy in his activities, for that is his lot who will bring him to see what will occur after him. And I know uh, one dear friend in particular was preoccupied over the weekend with uh, certain activities that did not allow him to focus on these kinds of things. He was preoccupied uh, fitting a winch onto his um, overlander, you might say, and so he wasn't, you know, he was blissfully unaware, I guess we could say. So I think, you know, a certain amount of this stuff requires our participation, and it's a dance. We have to dance, and so we're invited to dance, and um, maybe maybe don't dance so much. You know, I think that's part of the that's part of the psyop with the things. Um, that Rhonda was talking about there when you know there's nothing you can do about it and you just have to sort of accept it no one goes to prison the bad things continue or get worse right in our face it's flagrant Um, I think that's part of the psyop yeah I think you're right and you know as you say in the end, all you can really do is pray and love each other and, you know, try to live with as much grace as you can because it, what what else do we know? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we need to, you know, this is Monday with Mitzi, so we need to Turn back to the, you know, sunny side of the street. I like the sunny side. Yes, you do. So, do we want to, do we want to um, talk about whippersnappers and Tawanda? Because, I, you know, I think, I don't know if that's the sunny side per se, but to laugh about it, a little bit of humor, a little levity is probably not a bad idea. Well, I think that's a good idea, and I think, you know, what what comes to mind when you say Tawanda is to um, maybe think about some things we can talk about next week when we get into Women's History Month. Yeah. Yeah, because Tawanda is a uh, fried green tomatoes line. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty darn pretty darn fun. It's an interesting movie, and uh, you know, and Tawanda's involvement from where she starts to where she ends is, you know, I like it. It that that's a sunny side of the street story. 
I knew this would happen eventually, <laughs> but I think I think it's finally happened. What is evolvement in the dictionary? <laughs> I think I think we've finally done it. We've finally done it. We're getting into momisms. Yeah, I think we finally <laughs> mission accomplished. I think we did it. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe it's me. No, I think, no, no, we're not quite there. Evolvement <laughs> is in the dictionary. Woo! So That's you are much more erudite than the rest of us. That's oh all God. I got to say. Yeah, well, don't, <laughs> don't hold your breath. It's coming. <laughs> I've never heard it used before. <laughs> Stick around. Word of the day. <laughs> we learn something new every day. Oh, boy. If you don't so know this the answer, is make it up. Yeah, this is this is no. I mean, and then when and when it turns out you didn't make it up, then you know, everyone is impressed. <laughs> well, and when we think about who is the parent and who is not the parent, you know, sometimes you wonder who decides and who's in charge. Because sometimes I get schooled. <laughs> <laughs> Very fun. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, which reminds me of a road rage incident I got into last week. That was very interesting. That's kind of where I thought we would end up, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of whippersnappers. Speaking of whippersnappers, I, I had an encounter with a whippersnapper last week. Good Mitzi, you, you won't get far in life with that attitude. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Did I tell the story? Yeah, sure. Okay. We have about, what is it, two minutes or so until oh, the break? Perfect. Yeah. I, I was. No, driving. actually less. Minute and 20 seconds. Well, should we wait until after the break? Yeah, probably. Probably. Okay, good. Okay, good. Because it's, it's a good one. I can, I can organize my thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I tried it to call you the night of, and I was, I was hopping mad, you know, not quite as mad as the parking ticket I got. But anyway, I was hopping mad when I got home and I wanted to share it with you and I uh, didn't have a chance that evening and it kind of got diffused a little bit before I talked w with you about it in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were mad at me. So, you know, you called and I was not at liberty to speak freely. So, you know, basically you, it sounded like you hung up mad. Well, fine. Okay. <laughs> Now, now we know why. <laughs> well, again, my mind was freshly boggled, as the Red yeah. Ranger would say. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the one of the things that I'm I'm on the soapbox about is is how little respect we have for each other, much less our teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> indeed, indeed. We're headed into a break. And when we come back, the fun story, the fun anecdote. Stick around, folks. We'll be right back after this short break. Hi. 
Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation. But today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Go to republicbroadcasting.org. Smash that donate button like Russian peacekeepers smashing through the Azov neo-Nazi terrorists in the Donbass. I don't think you can explain politics without looking at Jewish power any more than you can explain physics without dealing with gravity. 9-11 was a jointly conducted covert operation that involved multiple states, the Saudis, the Israelis, and what you could call the deep state in the United with States. anti-Semitic remarks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're jiggling juice, we used to say, the, uh, the dancing Israelis. Uh, so even the Republicans now are compromising and they're pushing issues that are destructive to the white race. They would always say, like, are we just going to talk about this stuff on the radio? Like, what are we going to do about it? Either we force the democracy to work by actually getting the ballot access, getting the candidates, getting in office, getting our message out there to the people, or we expose just how undemocratic it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy you for may- you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash rbn. Because you're mine 
I walk the line I keep you on my mind both day and night And happiness I've known proves that it's right Because you're mine I walk the line So the story, the story, this story, well, yeah. <clears throat> line from Johnny Cash. I keep my eyes wide open all the time. Anyway, yeah. I, um, first of all, I just want to say that, you know, I, I drive a fairly respectable car. It's, it's clean. It doesn't have any dings or dents or scratches on it. And uh, it's not fancy, but it, it's respectable. And there's a reason I tell you that. So anyway, I'm, I'm driving home the other late afternoon one day last week and um, we have a we have a, a place in our in our traffic coming into the north of Spokane that you merge into from Nevada Avenue into into Highway 2 and I was coming up uh, the Highway 2 and this big red older diesel truck was coming into the merge lane and uh, I sped up to get out of his way and he roared around me it was a it was a young man he roared around me and blew out a huge cloud of black smoke I mean almost so much you couldn't see through it and I didn't think much of it and then right up a little ways is uh, a turn off to one of our Costco stores and so I decide you know I'm, I'm going to the Costco store so I turn to go into the the right-hand lane to go into the Costco store. Well, this guy is sitting on the median. His truck is sitting on the median between the lane of traffic going into the Costco and the lane of traffic coming out of Costco. And I think, is that guy drunk? What's he doing sitting there? Anyway, but I keep going. I go in. I park in the parking lot. And I get out of my car. And he is in the parking lot and decides to rebuff me and say um he goes he goes you saw me why didn't you let me into the lane of traffic and i said because I, because i had the right away and y- you were you were merging i had the right away and he goes you'll never go far with that attitude well this this whippersnapper uh happened to be i would say not much older than my oldest granddaughter and i said what you know, it was it was pretty upsetting. And looking back on it, you know, you think about how to properly respond in situations like that. I mean, you don't really prepare for it. But, you know, again, he said, well, you know, you you were supposed to let me into traffic. And I said, buddy, I said, son, actually, I said, son, <laughs> I said, I looked in my rearview mirror and there was not a car for a mile behind me. And trust me. If there had been heavy traffic, I would have let you in. But I said, you know, you you got right behind me. And he goes, you're never going to go far with that attitude. And I said, 
I said, what are you talking about? I said, I've gone pretty far, and I'm okay with how far I've gone. And I said, I've got grandchildren that are that are older than you, and you need to have some respect, son. Anyway, you know, I mean, now that I think about it, I could have gotten shot. Um, I didn't take a picture of his license plate. I mean, I wasn't prepared for that sort of thing, but I was I was fuming. There was a purple fog coming out of my ears, and he he drove off, and I just thought, that's what I'm talking about. I need to go talk to Chris about this. This is just mm-hmm. too much. Anyway, that's kind of the story. So that, you know, calls to mind the uh, the epic scene in fried green tomatoes when evelyn runs her car into the the snotty little girls yeah tough face it lady she says where i was excuse me i was waiting for that space and they say tough lady you know face it we're younger and faster and uh and you know then she rams the little volkswagen and um she says, what are you, they, they say, what are you doing? Are you crazy? And she says, face it, girls, I'm older and I have more insurance. It was awesome. <laughs> We're, we'll be right back. Stick around, folks. the truth you're listening to republic broadcasting network real news real talk real people because you can handle the truth tahibo tea club's original pure pouty arco super tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on as a result it naturally has antifungal anti-infection antiviral antibacterial anti-inflammation and anti-parasite properties So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, in trying so many different coffees that were so good and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S. I was so disappointed with the coffee so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee, it's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Health Simple 
with Colorado Shilji. Fact bit number one. What goes in must come out. Whatever we ingest, breathe in, or transfer by contact must be expelled. Expelled directly as burned calories, through perspiration, respiration, or expelled via urinary and gastric channels. Every element that is not properly used or removed by our bodies become toxins. And toxins, as we know, are causal to every disease and ailment. Toxins are what makes us subpar, unable to be at our best. Be your healthy best by cleansing your body of daily and deeply embedded toxins. Live stronger, and we hope live longer. Shilajit, legit Shilajit, that is like Colorado Shilajit, is perhaps the greatest homeopathic whole body remover of toxins made by Mother Earth. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Thank you very much. You know, just about on all of our shows and wherever we go, we usually do an impersonation. And we had a request here tonight. Well, thank you. We had a request here tonight to do an impersonation of a rock and roll singer. But, uh... Elvis who? Oh, no, I'll tell you, this is an impersonation of a rock and roll singer impersonating Elvis, is what this really is. Charge X to get in here next Saturday night. Well, since my baby left me, oh! <laughs> well, I find a new place to dwell. interesting that that whippersnapper uh ironically you know his um his involvement will be stunted if he 
continues with that attitude. So likely. It was, it was, it was pretty ironic. I mean, I, I was really being talked down to and being schooled and, uh, I just didn't appreciate it at all, but I don't, you know, <laughs> looking back, I don't know if I handled it properly or not, or, you know, I, you're just not prepared for those things. No. So before we go back to the phones, maybe I'll tell my story. I have a few stories like that. Confronting people <laughs> in traffic. You may not know that, but I, I do. You may not know not this many. about me. Okay. Yeah. So maybe the apple, yeah, maybe the apple didn't fall far from the tree. So I was known when I worked uh, down in Los Angeles for a certain payroll company, I was known for maybe doing this on occasion, stopping people and asking, you know, if they're pregnant or on fire and you should be one or the other if you're driving that way. And my sales manager would laugh and say, Hinkley, you're going to get shot one of these days. And um, then I came back to the Northwest, Pacific Northwest. And one day I jumped off the freeway at the old Thor Freya exit. Now in Spokane, the Thor Freya exit is like, I don't know, it's a country mile long. It's ridiculous, but it was shorter back then. And so you really you came to kind of an immediate stop, a pretty abrupt stop. And uh, there was a person in front of me who was driving in a peculiar sort of erratic kind of fashion. And, you know, I was not happy about it. And I had already sworn off of not doing this, um, being back in the Pacific Northwest, this is, you know, you're less anonymous and this is, you know, not considered normal, not as normal as it might be in places like Los Angeles or New York. And so as we exited the freeway and stopped there at the light, I jumped out and walked up without really giving it a second thought. And before I could stop myself, I knocked on the window and realized that it was a little tiny old lady and she was terrified. And uh, <laughs> so I course corrected immediately and uh, <laughs> asked her if she was okay. Ma'am, are you okay? I probably gave her a heart attack at the light and um, said, you know, be careful, drive safe, basically. <laughs> that was, that was an interesting her, moment. You didn't tell her she wasn't going to go far in life driving like that? <laughs> yeah whippersnapper no i i i felt terrible and um <laughs> so that was that was a teachable moment for me oh my gosh <laughs> oh my gosh that's priceless what a perfect oh what a perfect on top of my story <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, back to the phones, I guess. The calls are starting to stack up. So James in Vancouver, thanks for calling. Welcome. Uh, yes, good morning. Um, good morning, sir. I was just, you know, just, uh, I got to sing my cat to sleep here when he goes to sleep. I got to sing him lullaby about three, yeah. four times, five times, and then he he goes to sleep. So, uh, <clears throat> um, Mitzi, sorry about your... Uh, uh, road rage encounter there. Thank you. Um, 
when I uh, <clears throat> when I used to drive, especially doing those long distance cruises, I always uh, put on something like the Beach Boys and cranked it up. And um, well, then you, you don't you don't bother any yeah as long as you don't hit anybody, of course. But um, and not pedal to the metal either. But uh, uh, who is that gentleman you played just now uh, singing there? Was that uh, something like Carl Perkins or something? That was actually Johnny Cash impersonating Elvis Presley. Yeah, it didn't sound like Johnny Cash though. It was a strange mm-hmm. thing, but uh, yeah, they both came. Yeah, they both came out of Sun Records in Memphis. They're actually good friends. But, uh, well, uh, I just wanted to call in and say hi and um, wish you all the best. And um, we got sunshine this morning. They said it was going to snow or something like that, but I'm hoping it doesn't. So, um, <clears throat> Otherwise, well, I'll let you guys go and uh, have a good day. Thank Bye you, now. sir. Thank you. Much appreciated. Welcome. Bye. Yeah, we're staying on the lighthearted side of the street apparently uh back to the phones tom in utah thanks for calling welcome hi chris a little background on oprah by the way my voice is scratchy i was eating some reading super hot scratchy vegetable crackers and they went down like sandpaper but they tasted so good they were hot with jalapeno i foolishly ate too many of them so um, they went, they sanded my, my throat. Anyway, in 1997, that winter, Howard Lyman came to me, was asking about the details of Mad Cow or BSC. So I took him through, the, through what we had worked on since 1959 through uh, the 70s, uh, identifying the problem with BSC or Mad Cow. And so he actually went on to Oprah Winfrey's show and uh, made, made that disclosure. And uh, that's when Oprah said, well, that fixes that. I'll never eat another hamburger for the rest of my days. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What's really interesting is the show aired, but that limit down occurred a day or two before the airing of the show. And so when I finally realized that the, the limit down occurred before her show even aired, I contacted my uh, friend and distant relative in, in New York, a broker for the Vatican, Albert Kaplan. I said, Albert, can you find the, the activity of the market for me? And I gave him the dates to look at, you know, around the airing of Oprah's show. Well, a couple of days before the show is when the limit down occurred. And I said, okay, what triggered the limit down? And he called me back a couple hours later. He says, well, pharmaceuticals moved three cents on a dollar. Since I used to run a dairy, I realized three cent move up on your agricultural, you know, your medications for the livestock could take you into negative, take you into bankruptcy. So I said, oh, that's it. They moved three cents on a dollar. And all the people listening to the stock market or the futures report on the radio, like you probably do up there in Montana, if you're out milking your cows, 
You're going to turn the radio on and whatever happens in the market affects you. So when people heard the fact that they were going to pay three cents more on their agricultural medication, then they would be that that day walking into the phone and calling their broker and says, I got to get rid of my animals. So they would flood the market with livestock products. That's what occurred. When I had that all pinned down, I contacted the Amarillo team in the court, raised them of that issue. That's when the, the, the judge dismissed the case without prejudice but gagged everybody. And so nobody got to hear the real truth. It was the pharmaceutical market, Merck, Pfizer, LaRoche, da-da-da-da-da. They had moved three cents, and that's what triggered the limit down, and it was before her show had aired. But it's really also funny. We contacted the theater district around the uh, theater where Oprah taped that show weeks before. On the day she opened, uh, taped that show, the sales in hamburgers within that district was up. The people, you know, we call that reverse... Uh, Oh, come on, come on. Anyway, you tell somebody they can't smoke, what do they do? They walk out and light up a cigarette. You tell somebody they can't drink, they go out right away and get uh, a shot. Or you tell them you can't have a hamburger, they go out and buy one right away. The sales around the theater district had increased on the day they taped the show. So... The truth was Oprah had nothing to do with the limit down, but the public never did hear that. In fact, and in now that same period, Richard Rhodes came to me and was preparing to write the book Deadly Feast. He was in shock to find out the real foci of Mad Cow was stocked in California, not England. So we are like Yeah, I seem to recall that. What's that? I said, I seem to recall that, actually. Mm -hmm. About Richard Rhodes and Deadly Feast? No, the focus was over here rather than across the pond. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, there was, <clears throat> and of course, up in your area, Paul Brown was working on the uh, uh, wasting disease in the, in the deer as well as in the mink in Montana. So, Dallas yeah. Check, Gibb, Lene, All Brown, there's a group of us working on the ESC problem way back in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. But that, and that was well known in the undercurrent. So, Howard Lyman came to me, and we did a two-week tour of all the colleges and universities within the Great Basin, you know, from Grand Junction to Reno, from uh, Phoenix to uh, Boise. Covered uh, about a dozen venues discussing this problem and exposing the fact that we knew there would be a blossoming of Alzheimer's and dementia issues as a consequence of that BSE or that prion problem in the uh, Mad Cow malady. Anyway, I'm, I'm just tickled that you reminded me of that uh, opportunity that I had with preparing Howard Lyman. Mm -hmm. and 
we had to get Oprah back out. When they found out that it was not her show, the, the judge dismissed without prejudice and gagged. We are lied to every which way. Sorry. There you go. That was great information. Anyway, thank you. You bet. Thank you, Tom. Much appreciated. All right. Uh, back to the phones quickly in the interest of time. Julie says well, it's, Tom 89, the it's 89 degrees in Austin. So that's that's nice. All right. Mike in Kentucky, thanks for calling. Welcome. Uh, do I sound okay? Yep. Okay. Tom uh, mm-hmm. stole some of my thunder there. Uh, uh, food liability uh, laws or uh, also, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, food, like for slandering food. Oprah's situation didn't really start that. If you remember the scare, and I remember the scare for Alar being carcinogenic, you know, this, this coating they were using to preserve apples. I guess it was supposed to be cheaper than wax or something. That was in 1989, and the case against uh, 60 Minutes was uh, part of how the lobbyists uh, began to campaign for uh, trade libel laws because it could affect the market. The Apple growers reported a loss of $100 million as a result of 60 Minutes uh, going on about the Alar. And, uh, you know, uh, that was a, I remember that case. Uh, I forgot about it. But, yeah, the, what you had said about uh, where's the beef, you know, the Oprah thing, that's what kind of provoked me to call in because I thought, you know, there's a lot more to that Oprah case than, uh, as Tom mentioned there, than we're allowed to lo- No, I didn't realize they had put a gag order on that where nobody could talk about it. So, so much for freedom of the press. I mean, mm-hmm. really? <laughs> we can't, we can't, we find something that's worth, uh, you know, consumer alert type stuff. We're not allowed to talk about it. That uh, I, what did happen with Bad Cow? It's like it just popped up on the radar, and everybody kind of forgot about it. I think it's been two years ago, in the spring of 2022, that the United Kingdom actually allows now processed animal protein to go back into the cattle feed, as long as it doesn't include any kind of ruminant animals. Had you heard that one? Monopoly and too big to fail. We're headed into a break, actually. Stick around, folks. We'll be right back after this short break. there are you gonna wait till the cows come home to get your new ease off drop and lift what in the world is an ease off drop and lift our ease off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control that sounds great but can i afford it sure and the ease off installs fast the effortless operation will reduce fatigue speed up your line and increase profits okay i'm convinced where can i get my ease off go to easeoff.com that's e-a-z-e-o-f-f.com and hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time easeoff.com we make pigs fly Cows too. Ease off LLC four one seven nine three two 
6419. I'm so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pasture-raised meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pasture-raised meats. And even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying low-quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised, where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork. Raised the way nature intended. Reluctantly crouched at the starting line. Engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes. The flags go up. Churning and burning, they yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. Fuel burning fast on an empty tank. Reckless and wild, they pour through the turns. Their prowess is potent and secretly stern. As they speed through the finish, the flags go down. The fans get up and they get out of town. The arena is empty, except for one man still driving and striving as fast as he can. The sun has gone down and the moon has come up. And long ago somebody left with the cup But he's driving and striving and hugging the turns And thinking of someone for whom he still burns He's going the distance He's going for speed She's all alone Monopoly and Too Big to Fail, one of the best examples I think of recently was, um, you know, speaking of the optics, is the Me Too stuff. I talked about that recently. Why did that go away with the Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp, Amber uh, Heard nonsense? Before there was uh, GMO, there was Henry Agard Wallace, 33rd vice president and um, theosophist who started the hybrid cord com- corn company. And so, you know, these things have been around for quite a while. I well, think read Hosea. That. I was just What's reading that? Hosea 4. 
and yeah. uh, the fishes will disappear from the sea, and your, your daughters yeah. will commit whoredoms and will yeah. not be punished. Yep. They won't yep. have any gain either. But uh, yeah, absolutely. My, as a Christian, I'm most concerned about how to avoid being handed over to a reprobate mind, and that seems to be idolatry. When you look at Revelation, it links idolatry and sexual immorality, right? Good with, place to start is Romans 1 and giving thanks and uh, honoring him as God and not worshiping the crea- the creation or the creature. Well, yeah. We got another call we we're going to get twice. to real quick. Revelation twice. Appreciate it. about eating yeah. food, sacrifice to idols. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Much appreciated. Uh, back to the phones quickly. Charles in Florida, thanks for calling. Welcome. Hey, Chris. Good morning. Yeah, uh, have you read the latest thing in the uh, truthseeker.co.uk about the law they passed in France uh, forbidding any kind of discussion of uh, the uh, mRNA or uh, spike protein or anything, the shots, they're just going to, I think uh, I'm afraid all these organizations internationally are okay, going to so, so have jail kind of, for A quick free association. Um, the On Friday's broadcast, um, Kevin mentioned the uh, paper over in India, the uncanny similarity between HIV and SARS-CoV-2. Um, it was, it was, uh, Prashant Pradhan, I think, and it was, the paper was titled, uh, Uncanny you Similarity of Unique Inserts. You, uh, uncanny Similarity of Unique Inserts in the 2019 NCOV spike protein to HIV-1, uh, GP-120 and GAG. And I think that was, I think that was the paper that Luc Montagnier commented on over in France too, so... Anyway, we're out of time. Charles, I appreciate it. Mitzi, that's another Monday with Mitzi in the bag. Thank you very much for having me on again, Chris. It's so much fun. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I appreciate it, too. Thank you very much. And that'll do it, folks. I hope. Yeah, I hope it was informative or infotaining. As always, it's really an honor and a pleasure. Take care. God bless. We'll catch you on the other side. Goodbye. Although I'll cry even a shame My tears fell There is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs. For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try Hemp Paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network.
because you can handle the truth. truth, truth.